Hey everybody, this is Lydia. And this is Brandy. And this is Not Suitable for Work Moms. Or apparently it's Not Safe for Work Moms, but whatevs. <laughs> so we're going to change it right now. <laughs> we're changing it right now. Okay, just to... Just to say, I've always heard not suitable for work, NSFW. Have you ever heard? Harry Potter corrected us. Harry Potter said it's not safe for work. But I've always heard not suitable for work. I don't know. I don't know. So just make the S whatever you want. Maybe it's not sexy enough for work. I don't Mm. know. Oh, ooh. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I I think we're pretty sexy. (laughs) (laughs) So, and also, I apologize. Y'all get the sexy voice today. But if I cough, it's because I'm dying. She doesn't have the vid, though. I do not have the COVID. I was tested. I'm so, so glad that you're feeling better. So let's let's do fam- So we're going to switch it up, guys. We're going to do family roundtable first. We're going to be crazy today. We're going to be so silly. Um, okay. So family roundtable, you go first. Okay. So this week, my baby brother stopped by. And when I say stopped by, he flew in from New Jersey. <laughs> and uh, he, he bought a new car. And so he... Stopped by, showed us his new car, watched half the Auburn game with us, and then drove 15 hours home. Dang. That was so nice that, of him to stop by, That was though. very nice. I really miss having him around. Yeah. We've seen him. This is baby brother, right? This is baby brother Luke. Yeah. Um, We don't see him very often. Like, yeah. we go sometimes years without seeing him. So yeah. I've got to see him twice this year. That's awesome. But I have a real cool story to tell you. So I've been thinking, so my dad's 10-year death anniversary is coming up in three weeks. And my dad always wore these very specific Ray-Bans. Mm-hmm. He used to call them his mojos. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about these mojos because I had the pair that he wore all the time. Right after he died, I took them. And then my brother Seth found them, and he took them for me. Mm-hmm. Which they're dads, so, you know, it wasn't wasn't really mine to keep. I took them to begin with. Right. So Seth took them. And I've just been thinking about them. Like, this, these past two weeks, I've just been like, man, I really wish I had those sunglasses. Yeah. So my mom comes over and hands me a pair of the sunglasses. <gasps> oh, my god! She found them in his flight case. She was cleaning out the garage. And now I have his good pair of these Ray-Ban sunglasses. That's But isn't awesome. it so weird that I've been, like, why would you think about a pair of sunglasses? Like, obsess about it almost. Yeah. I. And then I, my mom just is like, oh, here you go. Do you want these? I'm like, <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I don't know if it's like women's intuition just gets stronger after you have children. or what. I think there's something to the whole women's intuition thing. I feel like there's something behind that. Because I feel like. I don't know. Some people just. Maybe things. I'm. Maybe I just have powers. Mm, let's maybe. go with that. Ooh, that would be cool. I can make money. I could be like Long Island median. It's like witchy season. Let's. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's uh, what's the best part of your week? Um, I took the week off from work, so I was home with the kids all week. So um, and it was. Uh, just fall break it was fall break so it was somewhat stressful but also it was um nice to not have to constantly be you know stressing about getting them to school and all those things so it was a nice Uh, little vacation i don't know i'll take stressing getting their asses to school over being in my house all day while i'm trying to work yeah yeah so but you took it off yeah i I took it off i took it off. i try never to take vacation um, so I didn't start taking vacation until this year because Gabriel's in kindergarten. So they also had they always had daycare, like to keep Gabriel. But I was like, I feel so bad. I did put the little ones in a couple days, um, but I always feel so bad because he's my oldest. He remembers being by himself. Like he remembers having mommy and daddy all by himself. I don't know how because he was 17 months when we had Abigail. Um, but he just he doesn't get any alone time with us so i i took i took him to like breakfast one morning and we just had some mommy and gabriel time hmm sounds fun 
So I do have something to complain about, though. Yes. Surprise. Surprise. So my kids, the worst part of my week last week was my kids were sick, and so was I. Surprise, surprise, my husband was completely fine. But he's also been vaccinated and exposed to everything under the sun, so right. it's not surprising that he's not sick. Right. I had a fever for probably five days. <gasps> like oh, 101, no. 102 fever. But it for would break if days? I took Tylenol. Yeah. It was it was honestly ridiculous. Did they test you for the flu? Uh, no. I was just tested for COVID because they were sure had, that's what I had. I bet you had the flu. So, but the kids were tested. Evelyn was tested for COVID. She did not have it. And little Ryan was tested for RSV, and he did not have it. And it was all respiratory. The flu like, can I mean, be I have an inhaler right? now. Can the, flu, Do I? can the flu not be respiratory? I thought it was pretty I know. respiratory, too. Um, I wasn't. So, here's the thing. I wasn't achy. Just couldn't breathe. Hmm. And um, Evelyn and little, it was to the point where at one time I thought I was going to have to take little Ryan to the hospital. And I was like, I swear to God, I'm taking my typical kid now to the fucking hospital. But I didn't take him. Yeah, he got better. But it was, it just, the way he was breathing, you could tell he was, he was working hard to breathe. Yeah. Did he have croup? No. Was it like the bark? Oh, okay. No, I was going to say, if it's the barking cough, like the croup cough, they can give you um, steroids to help. No, he, he got on steroids. Okay, good. So both of them got put on steroids. I cannot take steroids because I'm breastfeeding. Right. So I was Which basically is weird told because they put him on them. So you I know, think. but then they would have overdosed him. Ah. Uh, and so that's why they're like, eh, "You really don't need to take anything." And I'm like, "Oh, good. Yeah, I'll just suffer. That's fine." <laughs> and take care of the children, because you know when kids are sick, especially breastfed kids, they need all moms. they fucking want to do is be on your boob. Mm-hmm. And like, it's to the point where little Ryan will just just wants to hold them yeah like he just will hold my boobs like a weirdo jason is the only one who never had to share like he never saw another kid Brett. like it was weird it's like my other two kids were kind of obsessed with me i only breastfed them i think i breastfed gabriel to eight months abigail to six they were still obsessed with me until they saw me feeding another baby and then they were like oh Mm -hmm. that's for babies but Jason never saw that. He's still, he's two and a half, and he still sticks his hand down my shirt every chance he gets when he's, like, yeah. needing comfort. Evelyn sticks her hand down my shirt, too. It's yeah. very annoying. It is annoying, but it's also Because, like, this sweet, is my body. Like, like, oh. <laughs> no, I'm having an issue. Like, this, we've shared this body for a while now, yeah. and I want it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, that's, that's one of the reasons I stopped breastfeeding at eight months. I know that's awful, and you're supposed to try to make it to a year and all that, but my mental health. I was like, I want to take, I want to take medicine. Like, I want to be able to yeah, take nope. whatever headache medicine I fucking want to. I want to, I want to be able to, like, just not have to worry about. Oh, is that going to get into the breast milk? Can I not We're take going this on medication for allergies? <laughs> and I got a fucking breast breast pump. Yeah. Again, I'm over. I'm done. I'm over it. But like, here's the thing: Is it worth? making him completely miserable because this is what he loves right because i don't want to have to breast pump while drinking (laughs) yeah i mean it's one of those things like i it had i made it to a year i think it would have been hard because most of the people that i know who have made it to a year if they weren't already weaning before a year they had a hard time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like 14, 15 months before they stopped breastfeeding because yeah, no, he, they're it's very to the point aware. where he's going to have to decide. Yeah, they're very aware that, you know, what's going on and all of that stuff. So it's a lot harder the more aware they are. And so, like, eight months, they were, you know, they were eating food. They were, you know, they were getting me in the evening. That was it. In the middle of the night and in the evening, they were breastfeeding because I was home from work. But the rest of the time, they were getting pumped, you know, half pumped milk, half formula so it wasn't a big transition for my kids because it was like the first time I fed them a bottle myself I cried which could have been part of the reason they looked at me weird but (laughs) they just looked at me weird and they were like oh well it's a bottle so yeah uh little Ryan just doesn't he doesn't do bottles he'll do a straw and he's done Mm -hmm. he's been able to drink from a straw since he was six months old yeah so we'll just give him the cup with a straw Mm -hmm. But if it is milk, he's like, no, eh, this is not how I drink my milks. Uh, he will not drink uh, frozen breast milk anymore, so I'm going to have to throw away like 300 ounces. Can't you give it away? Uh, Donate it? I could, but then I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to go through all that. I used to give it away. I've given away like 200 ounces. Yeah. But it, 
it might be expired. So, it, you know, breast milk is finicky. Yeah. Might be expired. I, I mean, I've labeled everything, but I kind of don't pump anymore because I don't feel like it. I think it's good for like six months, right? At least in a, yeah, like but it a might hard be six core freezer. Old. Oh, yeah. Because I just, I don't pump anymore because he's here. I mean, he, he's always with me. Always. You can save it in case you guys get hand, foot, mouth again or for any, like, you know, any yeah. of those kind of things, the skin things. Because you can still use expired breast milk for, you know, rashes and all kinds of things. I can just start making cookies with it. <laughs> Give it to my husband. Oh, can we talk about the Snapchat video I sent you guys? <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Oh, my God. My husband hates this shit. I terrorize the shit out of my husband with my breast milk. The he, title of this was he's not into Shot, it. by the way. Yeah. So he's not into it. So I was sitting next to him on the couch, and he is minding his business. I pull up Snapchat, hit record. I then video me shooting breast milk on him, <laughs> and he gets so pissed. And I sent it to Chelsea, Lydia, and Lauren oh. with the caption, money shot. It was the best. I was, like, crying, laughing. My Abigail was like, what's happening? I was like, nothing, nothing. <laughs> nothing, your aunt's just disgusting. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, yeah, I terrorized my husband with it. That's he doesn't so... think it's gross. It's just not his thing, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, and breast milk has a, like... It only has a weird smell after, like, a couple of hours to me. But, like, it has a weird smell. So I'd, I used to have to change my shirt anytime I leaked because I couldn't stand, like, the smell after it had sat for any length of time. Mm. That's the only thing I didn't like. Well, I don't know. I don't, I, ugh, mm, I don't know. I guess it would be gross. I mean, I guess it would be, like, if he just all of a sudden started ejaculating on me, I'd be a little pissed, too. <laughs> That's a little different. That's a sexual thing versus like this literally feeds and grows your human. Well, and now I've given him a fucking idea. Oh, great. Great. Mm. He's, listen okay. he's listening to this and he's like, oh, yeah, that's a green. That's a go. <laughs> uh, were you ever woken up being smacked in the face of the penis? Um, I cannot. I cannot say that. That's he happened. used to do that shit to me all the time. <laughs> he doesn't anymore because I sleep next to baby Ryan. But, uh. Yeah, he used to, like, I would be sleeping, and then all of a sudden I'd have his dick in my face. Like, this is not fun. I'm sleeping. So, That's anyways. So I'm super happy he listens to this. And so does my brother, so. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, um, so, there's a show that I've been watching. Well, it's only one episode. Yes. But let's discuss. It's called yes. Ordinary Joe, I Think. Mm -hmm. Um. And it's about a dude who, uh, as leaving a college graduation, has three options to take. Mm -hmm. And it's eating dinner with his family, going and talking to the new girl that he just met, or going and hanging out with his old on-again, off-again flame. Mm -hmm. So each one of those past then has a story of what could have been. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting concept. Right. Because I feel like every so often, people look... And, or, you know, sit down and think, you know, what would have happened if? Mm -hmm. So do you do you have any of that? Do you do you oh, ever yeah. sit down and think, what would have happened if blah? Oh, yeah, all the time. Because I, I would have never met my husband had I not taken the job where I have it now. And I wouldn't have gotten that job if there wasn't an ex that was involved. And then I wouldn't have. I mean, there's so many paths that my life could have been so different that I wouldn't be where I am right now. Because... Yeah, there's possibilities I would have ran into my husband somewhere else, but it's not likely. So, no, especially because he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, he's very antisocial. Um, you probably never ever would have met him. Yeah, probably not. So, I, I unless he was hanging out at an opera, because that's what you were doing <laughs> when I was doing them in twenties. Um, so I think. I, so I started college intending to be a surgeon of some type. I changed my mind so many times. I was like, oh, do I want to be, do I want to be a cardiologist? Do I want to be, um. All the hard shit. Plastic apparently. surgeon. Do I want to be this? Do I want to be that? I was like set on my, I was down for it, right? Um, and I, I did cosmetology when I was, um, like I was a cosmetologist while I was in college and like And you're good at it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, you, were, you loved, have a talent for that. I loved making people feel good about themselves. So I was really into, like, maybe I'll be a plastic surgeon. Like, not like a crazy, let's do all this Hollywood, 
Brazilian butt lifts and stuff like that. But, you know, like, there's something about somebody looking in the mirror and feeling better about themselves because you tweaked something. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so I was, like, really on that path of, like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. But I just was awful at chemistry. And so I, <laughs> instead of, like, getting a tutor and, like, making strides towards doing it I wasn't used to this is going to sound super cocky I wasn't used to not just being naturally good at school Mm -hmm. um because in high school I'd never studied I just made A's on my like I didn't have to look at things I didn't have to do a lot of effort to make good grades and when I got Mm -hmm. to chemistry that was my first class where I was like oh what what do I do oh god and like I made my first D and like couldn't go to the next one it's like do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars couldn't go to the next one until I made a C so I had to retake a class and I don't know if it was just like the most oh it just did a lot of things to my self-confidence and so from then on chemistry was my I didn't change my Achilles heel huh yeah yeah it was my Achilles heel I never changed my major I wouldn't change my major so I still went with biology still took a lot of the human physiology classes and the um you know immune immunology virology all those science classes to eventually one day go to you know take my MCAT and go to medical school and it just didn't didn't pan out by the end of school I was like my GPA sucks I'm not gonna get to a medical school fuck um so well unfortunately that was definitely a path you and I both didn't necessarily put our studies first I wasn't yeah I wasn't I mean we just we didn't because like you said not to sound cocky but I never had to study. I didn't really study in college, which is why I did terrible in uh, anatomy. <laughs> yeah, anatomy, um, you have to. At oh, least. God, anatomy kicked But my see, that ass. was the thing is like, if it was a class I really enjoyed and understood, stu- it wasn't like I had to study. It was like I wanted to read more. Does that, does that make sense? Like, it was like I didn't study necessarily, but I wanted to finish the chapter when I was reading through. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Um, so I originally went to college to with, with the thought of becoming a nurse. And I, I actually did well in chemistry, but I'm very good at math. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's the difference is that if you're good at math and can understand if you can do it in your head. math. Yeah. If you can yeah. do it in your head. See, that's the thing. I can't do math in my head. But I, I am terrible to... at reading. I, I sight read. I was I was not taught correctly how to read. No, I did hooked on phonics and it screwed me up. I read so slow. Yeah, I well I so like if you, if the sentence says like we got to get on the horse and go to town mm-hmm. and I'm reading it fast, I'll read it. We got to get in the house and go to town. And then I'll be like, "Hold on. What?" and I have to reread it again because I sight read. Yeah. yeah. And that's not the best way to read. And so I'm terrible at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm terrible at English, as you can tell. <laughs> But I'm very good at math. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, I'll be a nurse. That's a great career. Um, Yeah, it would have been a great career if I could have gotten my act together and actually studied for chemistry. Or yeah. not chemistry, anatomy. Yeah. I just didn't study. Yeah. I would just walk into the test and I'd get like a 70 and be like, what, what, what is this? Yeah. Because I could also walk into, you know, algebra and, you know, calculus and the lowest grade I'd get is a 90. Yeah. And not study. And so it was very, it was a big kick in the groin that yeah. I wasn't good at something. Yeah. Doesn't uh, it? It does something too, because then you're like mad at the subject and then you just yeah. don't want to study either. And then I was like, more. you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Exactly. That's how I was. And um, unlike Lydia, I threw my hands up in the air and was like, no, I'm not going to be a fucking nurse. I'm not spending years and years and years trying. Because the other thing is, is where we went to college, the nursing program was insanely competitive. Like, if you didn't make hundreds on Mm -hmm. every single thing, you weren't going to get in. I mean, people were retaking anatomy because they got a 92 the first time and they needed a 97. Like, absolutely Mm -hmm. not. I was not going to do that. Yeah. And spending five, six years in school to get those grades. Exactly. So I changed my major, shit, how many, five times? It was to the point where my dad said if I changed my major again, I was just going to go to college to get my MRS degree. Um, and he was dead serious because he paid for my schooling yeah. because I lost hope. Yeah, I lost it too. <laughs> because I joined a sorority. <laughs> oh, I lost it before the sorority. I lost it because of chemistry. 
Oh, no, I lost I had it because chemi- I joined the sorority. I had two semesters of chemistry right before the second review. I did keep it till the end of my sophomore year. I was pretty proud of that. But no, I you lost joined it. the sorority then. That's what Second semester of – I'd already done bad the first semester of oh, sophomore okay. year. No, I had joined – the sorority did not change the fact that I refused to study for chemistry. Oh, no, it just gave me other excuses to just not even yeah. go yeah. to class sometimes. I mean, I don't know. So, I mean, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Who knows? They used to go have margaritas and then show up to a uh, theater. He <laughs> was a great student. He was great. Uh, so by, the, by my last major change, I had decided, you know what? Human services with a concentration in death and dying sounds great. <laughs> um, I have this weird thing with death. Like I, I wanted to be a mortician and my mom was like, it doesn't bother you. It It does not bother me. See, I'm the same way. And people, I, my mother is literally, she loves me, but she has literally called me a cold hearted bitch because (laughs) death doesn't, it doesn't, I don't dwell on it. It's not like a, I don't know. It's hard to describe it unless you feel the same way. You know what I'm talking about. I I know what you're talking about, but I will tell you that. As the older I get and the more things in my life that depend on me, the less okay with death I am. With yourself. So my thing is, is like, I, I, to me, death is a natural part of life, right? Like you live and then you die. And so to me, like my grandparents passing, like, yes, I cry, I get upset, but I don't, you know, it's not my parent, right? So my mom had a really hard time with the fact that I wasn't upset, as upset as she felt I should be with my 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 grandfather dying or my grandmother passing and so to me like the you know older people are supposed to pass and it Mm -hmm. is sad but I don't dwell in the I don't grieve for very long my grieving process is super short you knew that person was dying um not in all cases so it was um, well, they're old, so you know they're going to die. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was, like, mentally prepared. Like, you're, you're just supposed to lose your grandparents, right? Like, Right. You know, it's, I'm sure it's harder when you lose a parent. So, so like, for you, it's like when my dad died. Different. Right. He was here, and then he wasn't. Exactly. And he's yeah. only 49. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were shocked. Yeah. Like, we did not think anything was wrong. Yeah. And so that was traumatic. Mm-hmm. And that... I'm not 100% sure I handled that appropriately at the time. You mean like... Because I had to grieving. handle everything else. Yeah, you weren't grieving. Like you know, like I had to call my brothers and tell them their dad died. I had to call his mom and tell him, tell her his, her son died. I had to sign the paperwork to get his body cremated. And it, like I did everything. Because your mom And couldn't. so I did not get the chance... To miss my dad. Yeah. You know, and so now, 10 years later, it fucks me up. Yeah. You know, what? like these fucking sunglasses. Yeah. How can I just sit on a couch and cry about fucking sunglasses? Well, the, the grieving process is never, I mean, there's stages of it. It's not, I mean, it's your parent. Like, that's your dad. He was your person. Like, I mean, you were his biggest fan. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I mean, that was obvious. Like, you were daddy's little girl. So, I mean, it's it's not silly of you to cry over something like that. That's not. Well, because that happened, I was, so, with my major, okay, we're getting way off topic. (laughs) But with my major of human services with death and dying, I worked in hospice. Mm -hmm. I used to hold people's hands while they died. Yeah. And then I was actually laid off. A week before my dad died. I've not done hospice work since. I didn't even try. Yeah. So I went. I happened to be, once again, I'm very good at math. Very good at Excel. And so I found a job at the place I currently work at the bottom level. Mm-hmm. Did data entry. Yeah. And then moved up to the finance. Super fast. Yeah. I've I worked there 10 years and I'm on the leadership management team now yeah so and i've started working there at 23 yeah so it's i mean it's been it's been a blessing but it is 
not what I plan to do with my life because yeah. of that one event, my dad dying. Yeah. So, but <laughs> on the other side of that on, so like it scares me as my husband is 49, which is the same age as my dad was when my dad died. Yeah. So it scares me that, you know, we have a one-year-old. We have yeah. a four or almost five-year-old that is special needs. You know, and then on the flip side of that, it scares me even more is what if I die? Who's going to take care of all of them? Right. I mean, it like, it's, okay, I, we, we've said a thousand times I have an anxiety disorder. And because of the breastfeeding, I'm not allowed to take the medicine. And it is, my anxiety is getting worse because yeah. I haven't taken any, and it's, it's a rescue medicine. It's not an everyday medicine, but I haven't. Every time I take the rescue medicine, it's kind of like a restart. You know, like you, you, like if you hard shut down your computer yeah. and you start it up again, it normally works better. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like that. It, it brings and you I all. I haven't been able to take it in... instead of like that constant. Yeah. Have you thought about going to like? Because I, I have, like I've said, I just keep avoiding making an appointment for therapy because I think it's very helpful to talk to someone who's not, who doesn't know you, who doesn't know anything, you know. Yeah, you can talk to your friends all day long, but somebody who's trained to kind of help you with coping mechanisms that you could do no. until you're done breastfeeding? No, because I'm not opening up those can of worms. I'm not doing it. Like, I'm, I, I'm sure there are people rolling their eyes and being like, what the fuck? She's just going to make us listen to this shit and not going to get any help. Yes, <laughs> I am absolutely going to do that. Because to me... It is more therapeutic to talk to you and to Chelsea and to my husband. I talk to my husband about this all the time. And I don't know if he's listening or he just, I mean, we know that he has a hard time of hearing anyways. Um, I talked to Murphy about it. Yeah. My brother's wife. Yeah. Um, I was at their house actually what, a, a week ago. Yeah. I was and my, you guys went to. Yeah, we went to Mexican. But, um, sorry guys, I'm having a hard time breathing. Um, my, my brother looks like my dad yeah he does a little bit he's a not now it. my dad was like six foot four almost 300 pounds seth is not luke looks exactly like luke your dad. Looks exactly <laughs> like my father but my if you close your eyes around my brother seth it is like my father's talking mm -hmm. like it is it's just weird yeah so my brother seth sat down in his pink chair that he has in his living room Ooh. that murphy can design the shit out of a house it is a beautiful house but he has a pink chair. Yeah. <laughs> and it's weird <laughs> because it's Seth. Uh, and so Seth's sitting in this pink chair and he, he sits cross-legged and he starts messing with his hands at like his mid-chest level. Mm -hmm. And he's talking to me and I'm looking at him I'm like, are you doing this to fuck with me? Because <laughs> he looks just he's like, like my dad <laughs> used to do that all the fucking time. Uh, yeah, I've seen your dad. <laughs> your dad and I'm that. like, you're just doing this to mess with. And he's like, no, what are you doing? I was like, dad used to do this. So he's just turning into my father. Because <laughs> it's not a terrible no hair. <laughs> and my dad had a full head of hair. Yeah. And Seth has none. But not his little daughter, thing. Chandler, was, has all of his hair. Barry was fun. Yes. He was. He was a good time. So. Um, <sighs> yeah. So that's ordinary Joe. <laughs> I think that that, yeah, I definitely think that anybody could look back and be like that. Because I don't necessarily think that. I feel like I had an idea of a path for my life. Yeah. And every time I was so strong-willed about one path being the right thing, something, fate, you know, if you believe in, in oh, God, it, it was one of those things where um, God knew better than me and yeah. put something else in my path that I'm definitely happier than I feel like I would have been had I gotten my way. Okay, well, hold on. Let me throw this at you then. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, now I might be the only crazy one that used to do this, but did you ever have, like, a boyfriend that you were like, oh, please, Lord God, just let us get married? Oh, yeah. Okay, could you fucking imagine? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I had to go on mute because she's coughing. Okay, sorry guys. I had just a dyke. That was funny though. Because Lydia's eyeballs almost came out of her head. Um, no. Well, I because I, I, I remember doing that all the time. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, fuck me. No. Yeah. I only Absolutely had two, not. I only had two really serious boyfriends prior to my husband. I dated. Um, you know, there was like a couple of relationships that maybe were a couple months 
maybe six months long or something. But like, Cat I only boy. Had, uh, <laughs> uh, definitely never thought about marrying that guy. God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I had two really serious relationships. But yeah, both of them, I was like, yes, I want to get married. And um, the you know the first one was like high school to college, and I can definitely say like, oh god, uh, uh-uh, no, that would not <laughs> that would have not boded well. The second one, it wasn't that we were necessarily so bad for each other and, like, we both wanted – he was basically, like, my cookie cutter, write down in a diary everything you think you want in life kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But we were toxic for one of one another. Like, he's great. Probably still is great. I don't really have contact with him anymore. We have some of the same, like, social circles. But um, he himself was great. Him and I together, we would have screaming matches. And he, like, we would cuss at each other, and it was just, we argued all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, no, because, like, I'd probably already be divor- divorced by now. <laughs> so, not that there's anything wrong with divorce, but, like, that would probably have been, you know, I don't want to fight all the time with somebody. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's not a life that I'd want to live either. Mm-mm. But it's just funny, like, when you, I was thinking about that the other day, I'm like, oh, my God, what if everything i had prayed for in the past came true yeah that had been a disaster i know so you gotta think that you know somebody knows better than you yeah i definitely stopped um if you're the not the praying type sorry that we're even having this conversation in front of you but we're not because this is what we are yeah we are being true to ourselves we're the praying type i mean Um, we already said we're catholic or i'm catholic yeah i'm not but still um I definitely stopped praying for what I wanted and just started praying for what's going to fulfill my life and make me and my family happier. Um, I do pray every day to be a good wife, though, because I'm not the nicest person. (laughs) I disagree. I think you uh, are very nice. I think it's because I pray really hard to be a good wife. (laughs) Well, those prayers are getting answered. Um, So I, I saw a thing. A couple years ago that said, what if you woke up today with only the things you thanked God for yesterday? Ooh. 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 Right? Yeah, because I'm the so, praying type, but, you know, I get real bad about not doing it every day. Well, not not even that. Aren't people, and now now I'm like, y'all better call Joel Olstein. because here I am. <laughs> here I fucking am. Being, I'm going to preach the shit out of this. Um... I think people forget to be thankful. Yeah. You know, instead of give me, give me, give me, bless me, bless me, bless me. Look at what you do have. Absolutely. You know, like I, I prayed for my children Mm -hmm. and instead of think, you know, thinking, oh, well, I got a special needs child. Who is, I mean, when she was first born, she was extremely special needs. Yeah. But I'm very, very thankful mm-hmm. that she is healthy. Yeah. I mean, the if you compare her to a child that is her same age with PA, mm-hmm. she is healthier. Yeah. You know, and she is, she's in school. She is happy. Yeah. God, that kid is so happy. And... If she would not have been special needs, we would never have tried to have another kid. Right. The reason, and this is going to sound real shitty to some people, and I don't, I don't give a fuck. So, um, (laughs) hey, it's your life. Yeah. The reason that I wanted a second kid, because you know, my husband has three children from his first marriage. The oldest one is going to be 22 next month. He did not need to have any more children, but he did because I wanted a kid. And so I told him, okay, just one. Just have one. Yeah. Um, And we had Evelyn. And when she was first born, I was like, oh, there's no fucking way we're doing this again. But as she's gotten older, and I've seen other families with special needs kids, you start to worry about what happens when you and your husband die and potentially leave this child by herself. So, I'm not saying that we only had little Ryan for Evelyn, but I'm kind of saying 
That's the only reason in my head why we had another kid. Okay, if you think that that's my husband self- might think differently. If you think that that's selfish, then I'm selfish too. The only reason I wanted to have two kids in two years is because I wanted them to be best friends and grow up and have each other forever. Well, how's that working out? Um, we have three <laughs> under three, and they all love each other to death and drive me nuts, but I love them. Yeah. So but it yeah, is that's funny the only though, reason I wanted to have yeah. Abby because I wanted Gabriel to always have a best friend and me to never worry about him being alone. And I grew up an only child. I have a stepsister and a half sister. Um, but it was more like, you know, we're we're in touch and we love each other and everything. But it, I didn't grow up in the house with them all the time. Yeah. And so it's a very different relationship than I feel like you and your brothers have. Yes. Um, me and my brothers are close. Yeah. And my brothers actually might be even closer to my husband. They like him way more than me. I feel like if Ryan and I ever got a divorce, uh, everyone would choose him and I would be alone. <laughs> I'd still be on your side. Oh, thank you. But you would also still side talk to Ryan, I'm sure. I mean, I would be like, happy birthday on Facebook and like those uh-huh. things, but team yeah. brandy. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy Lee, the man that walked me down the aisle, told me he would choose Ryan over me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, he, I, I picked a good one, though. Yeah, you I mean, did. he, oh, God, does he piss me off. Mm. I think everybody's so, husband pisses them off. It no. Just, no, mine especially does. <laughs> okay. It, to me, it is impossible. Okay, your brothers also piss you off. Like, it is impossible to live Not with someone. Not this much. Okay, it is impossible to live with someone all the time and expect to 100% get along with them and be best friends all the time. You're going you're gonna to okay, have disagreements. You're going to irritate Lydia. each other. I'm just Chelsea saying. and I lived together and we never fought. You guys lived together. You and together. I lived with each other and didn't fight? No. Remember, we had so, a couple fights. We yelled and got it over with, and we were done. And when we I went don't out ever for drinks, remember yelling. We yelled uh, like was two that, or three oh, times and then went out for drinks. Uh, no, hold on. I think I know what we're talking about. Was that when you left random people in our, ho- our, our, our apartment? No, that wasn't even one of the times we yelled. It was oh. like early on. <laughs> oh, okay. But, because um, that would make sense. No, but um, we would just, we would just like, I don't know if we would necessarily yell. We would argue and then we'd go have drinks, and it was fine. Well,. Ryan's going to owe me a bunch of fucking drinks because yesterday I find out as I'm talking to my mom about our girls trip, my husband casually says to me, oh shit, I got a field trip on that day. What the, what the fuck do you mean you got a field trip on that day? I'm going to need you Oh, well, I was like you, and I told him, you will be home by 4.30 or you will figure out what to do with your children. (laughs) Okay. I think you being friends with me just trained you to put up with Ryan because Brian gets mad at me for the same things because I forget to tell him. No, y'all don't. Y'all do not forget. You do it on purpose because you don't want the reaction. Yeah, because exactly scary. <laughs> okay, so same thing. Girls trip, right? Brandy tells <clears throat> us, granted, my husband was on a business trip when you told us the mm-hmm. weekend. Um, and when my husband got back, I was kind of like, oh, we're having a great day. Let's not ruin it. Let's not ruin it. Um, <laughs> oh, we're having another great day. Let's not ruin it. Um, so I finally told him about the girls trip a couple nights ago, and it's in like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. But, um. And we've had this shit booked for like two months. Yeah. And it, I mean, my husband, like my husband asks my per- my permission. Like we basically clear things with each other most of the time. Um, and he like respects my opinion on like, if he's going to go out of town for work, if it's something, you know, that I'm not okay with or whatever, like he asks. Um, and then I typically do the same thing, but for girls trips, it's kind of like, I don't really ask anyone cause I know he's going to complain and be like, <sighs> so and he'll call like, the whole time complaining. Yeah. So, um, now I just kind of throw it out there like, oh, we're going on girls again. But the the one thing is, is like, I don't go on many of them. And it's like maybe two a year. And it We is have because, two a year. Yeah. And it is because, you know, you have a tight schedule because of Ryan's yeah. stuff and all of that. So um, he's a little bit understanding. But he was just this time, this time he was like, you know, the kids understand that you're going, you know, for a break and like they're the ones I disagree. that are give you crap not no me. I disagree with that they you're not going for a break at all no because it's I'm not really a fucking break because every time something happens at a house these men call us up I know and, well, and we're they, still parenting we're just hours away the other thing is, is I don't think he 
so sometimes he makes he kind of guilt trips me a lot. My husband's mm-hmm. not a very social person, and his thing is is always like, if I have a weekend, I want to spend it with my family, and it makes me feel bad because I'm like, oh, oh that. No, but you spend every day with your family, and, and it's not true. that you don't want to be with your family. It's that the two. Day, I mean, we are literally going for forty eight hours somewhere. Yeah, and I want to hang out with Chelsea. And Murphy and Lydia yeah. and Cheryl and Jan and Mom and I I do want to have some drinks and I, not have to worry about is my are my kids gonna wake up Yeah, I think he you was know? a lot more entertaining this time just because whose party was it I think it was Lauren's birth Lauren's daughter's birthday so I missed baby Ryan's and I got really upset yeah. and really flustered and then when I had to miss Lauren's daughter's birthday too I finally just broke down crying because I was like. I've missed yeah, you never get to two see or us. three events in a row because I never get to see you guys, and it sucks. But it's like a girls' event. I don't have to worry if my kids are at home sick. We're all adults. Like mm-hmm. you guys can wash your clothes and stuff, and like take a shower before you go touch your kids and not spread right. germs because you know our immune systems are. I hardly ever get sick when my kids are sick. Um, so it's yeah, different. So thing. we can go on a girls' <laughs> weekend and not worry like, oh, someone's at home with a cough. So it's a totally different situation. So he didn't give me as much crap as he sometimes does. Um, there was one year where I went on like three girls trips in like a month. Well, because you have another group of friends though <laughs> yes. Yes, that do. you do things with them too. Yeah. So like Chelsea and I only have our our group. Right. You yeah. Know, so like I don't go off with anyone else but right. you and Chelsea and Lauren. Right. It was. I think it was and now the Murphy. Year, I think it was the year Chelsea got married. So we had Chelsea's wedding and stuff. And yeah, then, but you brought a kid to that. I did. I did. But. Who barfed on me constantly. <laughs> um, and then, well, it was like, you know, the wedding. And then I had a bachelorette party for my Oh, in friend. Vegas. That was a yeah. big one. That was a big yeah. one. That was a fun, big trip that I had, you know, that was one of the longer trips that I'd taken. And then I had, um, you know, that wedding. And, you know, weddings, now that all the weddings, for the most part, I still probably have like one or two weddings that I'll be going to over the next couple of years but um, who what, who do you what? know is getting married is this a second marriage no i'm just talking about like there's i still have a couple of single friends that are yeah. you know i don't, know. I don't really I have single. very many friends so <laughs> no but like it's funny because so my husband we all know that he's in the army we get invitations to people's like second and third weddings <laughs> because yeah. he's i mean he's in charge so people invite him yeah but it's funny because, like, we'll get him in the, the mail, and I'm like, who is this? And he's like, oh, he's one of my soldiers. And I'm like, this was not the person he was married to last oh, deployment. <laughs> I, I will say that um, maybe never say never, but if something happened either to my husband or we got, to, which we, we're kind of like the whole death to, death to us part. We well, everybody gets married saying that, Lydia. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I, you know. It drives me insane when you say divorce is off the table. It's never off the table. No, it's, it's never off there. the table, but. I will know. I don't think I'll ever want to get remarried. Maybe I'll eat those words, but I don't. It's not something that I'm into. I just don't. I, I so don't when we have Cece on this in two weeks, yeah, she is the perfect example of you made that decision. You stick with it. Yes. Her and Tim have been married for forty plus years. I know they need to give us some. They, they can do some love each other. Us. Yeah. They also fight like motherfuckers. Yes. But. They love each other. Yes. Like, it's funny because, like, she'll look at him and she'll be sitting beside me and she'll be like, look how handsome he is. And I'm like, are we Tim? <laughs> Tim is cute, though. But, <laughs> like, she's, like, over here, like, grinding on the seat because he looks cute. And I'm like, it's Tim. It's just Tim. Uh, <laughs> I know. I do want some of their – I would love for her to share some. So what she says tips. to me is you can't trade up. That's true. She's like, I know this fucker. We've been married for 40-plus years. Mm-hmm. She knows all of his shit. So why in the hell would she leave him to go get on somebody else's shit? It's not worth it. And I agree. Like, I know all of Ryan's bullshit. I know he's not listening to me 90% of the time. (laughs) Partially because he can't hear. Uh, Partially also because we now have two Ryans in the house, and he never knows if I'm talking to him or not. Because I don't baby talk to little Ryan. I talk to him like he's an adult. Yeah. And so big Ryan never knows who I'm talking to. Yeah. And, you know, like, I know that... He doesn't tell me anything. Yeah. 
like uh, surprise he's now his guard weekend was only supposed to be two days it's now four to five days by the and way he just a kate you know what i was what? gonna make a suggestion we have a big wall calendar that we currently have down oh no so do we oh we oh, do too he doesn't write it down no. oh that's how brian knows that if i've told him all of my trips coming up or something for work or something is because i write oh, it on no. the calendar and that that way we can't say that lydia didn't tell <laughs> no and the, ryan's like words he'll die by is uh i thought i told you no no, you fucking didn't. I remember everything. I have a memory of an elephant. So you did not fucking tell me. When I was pregnant with Jason, I would have very vivid, very vivid dreams of literal conversations that I would have with Brian, and I'd be like, "We talked about this," and I would tell him the situation. He's like, "Lydia, we never had that conversation." And I'm okay, like, "Well, what? Ryan's not pregnant, so okay." That's well, then after the that, he's just like, "No, you just need to get better at telling me things." Mm-hmm. No, Ryan's whole thing—it is just like you. Mm-hmm. I can put it off as long as I possibly can because then she'll only have two days to yell at me. And like, I don't it's yell just, at this man. This man is 49 years old. I do not yeah. yell at him. It's the fear I of get, disappointing you guys. We don't want to disappoint well, you. No, I, you know me, I can go ice cold. I don't need to speak to you. We can live in the same house, sleep in the same bed, and I don't need to talk to you for a week. But that's That a, used to drive you insane when I would do that. Mm, I, like I do it to Ryan and it drives him insane. Yeah, I know. That's the like, thing. I'm not mad like, at you. I don't need to yell at you. I just won't talk to you. Yeah. It's yeah. Rough. It's rough. It's worse. It's, it's worse than yelling. It's just, my, my husband doesn't purposely guilt trip me, but my husband is a very devoted uh, father. He, he knows exactly to what to say to make you he feel does. bad. Because he, uh, he knows my biggest insecurity. I think most moms' biggest insecurity is like being a good mom, right? I disagree. But I also know that I, I mean, I think I'm a pretty good mom. But you are a good mom. I also know that I'm a better mom if I have little mini breaks. Like, I know I'm a better – I know that I – you stay-at-home moms out there, you are a blessing to this world. I could not do it. I am a better mom when I have little mini breaks that my children are at school doing something or whatever. And then when they come home, I'm excited. I can be fully with them and present. It's real hard. <laughs> If I'm fully, like, maternity leaves were so hard by week 12 because I was like, I got to get out of this house. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I can't anymore. 12 whole weeks of nonstop. I don't know. I So I tell Ryan all the time that him and my mom forget I'm not a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's the been two harder. of you. It's been harder working from home. Just expect me to pick up all the fucking slack. Because my mom yep. is supposed to. My mom signed on before I even had Evelyn that she would watch Evelyn yeah while I was at work because yeah. I, I we don't have an option in the Peterson house I have to work I make too much money not that I make millions of dollars I don't but I'm at the level right now where I make enough money that if you know it pays our bills right you're technically and I mean my husband didn't work for two years and yeah. we still paid the bills yeah so um I need to work and my mom is just kind of less and less and less helped. And she knows how I feel about this. This is not, this is not a surprise. Right. And my husband does the same thing. Like, just less and less. And I'm like, guys, I'm not a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. I already juggle five therapies, three specialist doctors. I have to do all of her oh. school stuff. I had to put little Ryan. Oh, that's another fucking thing to complain about. I don't Have I already complained about this? How much money I spend in these school programs for little Ryan he don't even fucking go yeah and they just asked for another $150 today like what y'all do with the $350 I gave you last week Jesus he didn't even go he in the yeah. month of September he has gone four days yeah our school so our daycare just gives us two weeks that we can basically do um vacation you have to let them know two weeks ahead of time that it's going to be a vacation week because they bill a week bullshit. ahead and um, even if they're sick a full week, it doesn't matter. Like, you have to pay. But, I, you know, thankfully we're salary. So to us, it's just, we just, you know, it's nice when, so they didn't charge us for Gabriel's after school last week because he wasn't in school because it was break. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we get little breaks like that. And me and my husband went out no. on date night one night because we, we had some extra yeah, no. cash. These church, these church programs, I mean, I'm thankful for them. Because I get a lot of work done while he's yes. there. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, Y'all are killing it. me with how expensive it is. I get it. For, and, and then today I had to tell the lady, do not call me if he falls asleep. Because I drop him off at 9. I'm supposed to pick him up at noon. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. But I'm picking him up at noon then. I work during these three hours. Right. And she's like, well, you, even if he falls asleep, you don't want to get him home. Till he take, no, no. I don't. I want you to keep him until noon because that's I've I have planned out what my work is going to be. Yeah, that this Mother's Morning Out program doesn't make sense to me the hours that they do it because every time we would have to pick up Abigail, she was asleep. It's like, mm-hmm. can we plan all the, these kids take can a we morning just nap? Add an extra hour yeah. to Mother's Morning Out, like even if it tweaks the price a little bit. Like I'm okay with that, but I want her to finish her nap because sometimes we pick her up and she'd be super grumpy because she, we woke mm-hmm. her up, and then other times she'd sleep and it would be fine. My mom. We know would get that much extra time to spend with the baby and Gabriel and all that, but oh, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. When because so, mother's morning out always falls like right in the middle of a nap. Yeah. So. Well, and just hold him. There's four kids in the damn class. Oh. There's two of you guys. Sorry, yeah. guys. I'm bitching. This thing has saved my ass, but I'm still going bitch because it's expensive. Yeah. Um. So. But I don't I, I even know where the, we went with this. I don't either. I feel you on the feeling like you're a stay-at-home mom, though, because I, um, since I work from home now, it's, like, just expected if one of the kids are sick, I'm supposed to somehow work and watch them. My mom had a heart attack last November. She's almost made it to a year. Whoop. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was watching the kids full-time up to then. Um, and since her heart attack, she's slowly been able to help a little bit more and more. So it is nice because if I have meetings or something, she'll come over for a couple hours while I have those meetings. But it's like she has plan- She has a life that she now has because she isn't watching the kids anymore. I can't expect her to just be at my beck and call. And so, you know, there's sometimes where she's not feeling well or she's sick or she doesn't want to get whatever the kids might have. And yeah. so I can't always expect her to come over here so it's been well and you relieved her of her duties after her heart attack yeah like she did not watch your kids for a long it wasn't like just one day she decided i'm not going to come over because she she did she signed on the way my mom signed on yeah she retired she literally retired her full-time job to watch gabriel we paid her the difference yeah of like what her um pension and stuff was and all of that and it helped like it helped her out because she wasn't having to drive down downtown yeah. Atlanta <laughs> so and she got to be with her grandkids exactly and she's very close to Gabriel because she got to spend all that time um with him when he was a baby it was a lot harder <sighs> yeah having <laughs> multiple ones a little at the same time is hard yeah but like I tell you all the time you did it to yourself I did and I'll never <laughs> regret it because they are the best of friends and that's what I wanted but okay, are you ready to uh, do asshole of the week? Yeah, and I don't think I touched on the bad of last week. Oh, either, so do did you do it? Say the bad. Um, the bad. So Monday, so Sunday to Monday night, my mother-in-law watched the kids. Um, mm-hmm. and then Tuesday morning, I took Gabriel to breakfast, and by the time we got home, around lunchtime, he spiked a fever. So he oh. was sick. Tuesday and Wednesday, I took him to the doctor on Wednesday because I was worried he was getting Abigail's strep throat from the week before. Tested negative. The, mm-hmm. the culture came back negative the antibiotics worked so i don't know what he had and then mm. on wednesday i go to take jason to school and he would not put his shoes on he was being such a little jerk i don't know why what was into him and i was so frustrated and so we pull into school and i he's finally willing to put his socks and shoes on and i go to put his socks on and i'm like oh shit do mm. we have hand foot mouth yeah and so i like Ugh. walked over to the the lady um that runs the school i love her she's the best and I was like is hand foot mouth going around and she was like yeah um you know it, it's <laughs> been um we just have had random kids go out with it because like they they do a really good job cleaning and stuff but you know hand foot mouth is just super contagious yeah and um we were lucky we had a mild case of it but so then I had Jason and Gabriel at home on Wednesday and I had mm. planned out Monday Tuesday Wednesday spending time with Gabriel he likes to play his tablet. He likes to watch some YouTube. So I was going to take an hour or two to, like, you know, work on this promotion thing I had to do for work. And it was due Wednesday. So literally on Wednesday, I'm sitting there, like, almost in tears because I haven't been able to work <laughs> on it at hardly at all. 
other than Monday. And I'm just like, so I turned it in while I was at the doctor's office with Gabriel (laughs) waiting on his strep test to come back. And I'm just like, this is my life forever stressed while they're little and they're only little ones. I know it's just when you're in it, it sucks. Yeah. Um, but then my asshole of the week is my littlest. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) He was a jerk this morning too. He, um, he had muffins in a little baggie and, um, we were walking out the door and he kept dropping one and he would not get in the car and we were already running late and I had to turn around. Like I had to basically throw my little two in the car, get them buckled in, get my son to school. We were still probably tardy. I don't know yet. They haven't called. Um, and then come back home to get them dressed because he was throwing such a fit this morning that we just couldn't get out the door on time. I'm just going to start waking him up at 6 a.m. We don't have to leave the house until 7.45, yeah. but I'm going to wake him up at 6. You got to. So we, that's why we feed Evelyn at 5 a.m. Yeah. Because if we waited, she would purposely make herself throw up. Yeah. Because she'd be so upset that she had to get up. She hates getting up. Yeah. Um, my asshole of the week, though, is little Ryan. <laughs> because somehow he has figured out how to buy things on our TV. You got to put a, a parental control. Well, I don't know how to fucking do that. Um, you have a we have. We now are the proud owners of the movie Lincoln that cost nineteen ninety nine, <laughs> and I have no intention on ever watching it. And I also now own an app called Kids Amazon for two dollars and ninety nine cents. We can't find these channel changers, <laughs> so I don't even know where he's put them. I thought he threw them away, but the last charge happened yesterday. So he knows where they're at. Oh, no. So. He's going to be your handful. Oh, he already is. He thinks it's hilarious when we say no to him. He just keeps doing it, but smiles. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry, now I'm coughing. I could hear you cough. Am I supposed to be able to hear that? Yeah. Oh, I turned it on mute, I thought. (laughs) We could hear it. Sorry, guys. You'll just have to hear it without editing it out. Could you hear it when I cough? No. Okay, so I, I know how to work the microphone. Um, I turned it off, but I think maybe it's because um, you might hear on my MacBook speakers when I turn this off. Oh, uh, yeah. it automatically clicks over. Okay. I need well, that was Lydia coughing, not Brandy. Sorry about that, guys. I need one of those um, fallout buttons. Yeah, so you can do that every time I cuss, too. Uh, no, this is an explicit show. Just get over it. Yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> sorry. Okay, guys, and um, also, we're not editing this. We're, like, tired of doing that shit. So you're going to get, like, some music in the front. And I say we. I don't fucking do it. And that's Lydia's tired of doing it. That was our arrangement that I would do the podcast. All I had to do was talk for an hour. And she did everything else. Um, I, In all fairness, I did edit the last one a lot because we were well, both Well, that was a disaster, though. It was a disaster. Um, no, I keep I mean, doing I don't them think in the car. Anything. This one was relatively good. I usually go in and edit if there's like something serious that happens that needs to be cut out or we have a lot of dead dead air. But this one was fine. You guys, I can think deal this one's it. good. Y'all can just handle it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, give us five stars. All five, five stars. stars all the time. All of, <laughs> Every episode, right? That's how give you do it, a, right, Harry leave Potter? Leave a comment, please. We would love to hear. Yeah, where um, the fuck are you guys at? Only if it's a good comment. No, oh. I don't care. Now I'll read now I'll read the gross sexual ones. Go ahead and put those up there. Oh god, now I just opened the can of worms for Harry Potter I, to I'm write something telling, ridiculous. I've been scared to check our Gmail this week. <laughs> oh, check it. I don't even I don't mm. even know what's going on. I just good? I live through Lydia with this. <laughs> like, so what happened? Nothing good. No one's suing us? Okay. <laughs> we're good, we're good. We need some sponsors also. Yeah, if you have a product you would like us to, you want to have, have a, a let's talk about a product. Find us on the Insta at nsfwmoms underscore the podcast, which apparently is not safe for work. It's whatever. It's sexual for work. <laughs> We're changing it. The uh, sex. And then you can also send us a Gmail. At yeah, you can. Nsfwmoms at gmail dot com. Yeah, so do that so Lydia can read them. Because <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, you guys send us some questions. We're trying to get questions pulled together so we can just do a pod of questions. Also, refer us to your friends. We're going to be doing some marketing. Yeah. We are going to grow this following because we appreciate you guys that are hardcore from the, the loyalist. listeners. The loyalists. Oh, that's what we should call them. Oh, loyalists. Loyalists. oh, I like oh my it. God. Um, NSFW loyalists. Oh. Um, 
but we are trying to grow it because we are saving some really good episodes. One that yep. I'm particularly super excited about is going to be about infertility. I know that affects a lot of people. So you're excited about ways. it because you're not the one that's going to have to talk about it. I'm, yeah, but I'm still, I think that's a big one that a lot of people can relate to in ways that a lot of, I feel like it's not just talked about enough. We're going to talk about sperm. We're going to talk about the sperm. Sperms. Um, so, yeah. So, this was today's episode. So, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.